0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment. Really appreciate you being here with us. We're going to be joined by Wrecker, and uh, he works in law enforcement, federal law enforcement. He has a unique perspective on the ground, and he's able to give us his thoughts on what's truly going on. And you don't have to rely on the inaccurate and misleading mainstream media. And uh, I never thought I would live to see the day where we have occupied American cities and we have a president standing down a congress standing down and a military that appears on the surface to be complicit I am just scratching my head in wonderment anyway before we join Wrecker I need to let you know that we got a couple people that help us pay the bills and first of all it's our uh, storable food company and given what's going on, folks, if this escalates, and we're going to talk about escalation tonight, you're going to want to learn to stay out of the way. You are not going to decide this. Okay, so spare me bravado doesn't exist, and when you need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools. The medicine needs to be of the artificial nat. I mean, excuse me, the natural variety, and uh, most of all, you need to make sure you have food. And we have the best durable food in the business. And it's, let's put it this way, it's 40% off, nearly 40% off, $100 off the asking price for the four-week emergency kit. And we've got people buying tens of these, dozens of these, uh, because they're worried. People say, how much food should I have? I have no idea. DHS used to say six months. FEMA said six months. Uh, Bob Griswold, our resident expert on survival, says two years plus seeds. That's what I'm going with. And that's what you need to work towards. And food acquisition needs to be part of your daily life. Restaurant quality food, 25-year shelf life, tastes great. Go to preparewithdave.com. Along the same lines, if we reach a real crisis point, you need to make sure you have the ability to transfer undrinkable water to drinkable water. And we have the AquaPure Pro Water Filter. And the research at waterwithdave.com will tell you, when it compares to its um, competitors, It's there's no competition. And so I recommend that you grab that as well. If you have food, you must have water, and the water is being offered at forty percent off. So you have preparewithdave.com, you have waterwithdave.com, and you have Wrecker with Dave. And we're going to join him now. And uh, Wrecker, thanks for joining us. And I- I'm an absolute shock as to what's going on. I've been, I- I've had radio shows that I've done continuously for 13 years now. And I've been writing for 17 years. And I never thought I would see what's going on now. you feel the same way? Hey Dave, thanks
1: for having me on. Uh, I feel the same way. You know, I've worked for the government for about 15 years now. And this is a, this is a new era of... Lunacy, uh, you know, a few years ago when Black Lives Matter really first came out, uh, it was pretty bad. However, we didn't think it would ever get as bad as it is now. And it's, it's definitely one of the signs of the times of what we're getting at. And to, to think that there's actually six blocks of a city that is taken over by anarchists by domestic terrorists, and the city is complicit with it. You know, the, the word of the day, honestly, it, sh- it shouldn't just be terrorism. It shouldn't just be racism or brutality. It's capitulation. They've completely given in to the wills and the whims of a radical domestic terrorist group. And I, if this was a, a far-right group, waco 2.0 would
0: have happened that's a uh, stunning revelation by you given the fact of who your employer is and i agree with you i agree but did you i don't know if you saw the interview with the precinct commander in seattle where she was forced to abandon her precinct and she came out on the news and she said i don't know how this happened I do not agree with the move whatsoever. And and she went on basically to say we need to enforce the rule of law. And by the way, uh, this precinct commander, who I thought uh, articulated her position very well, she's a black female, and she's not on board with what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you
1: know, honestly, when it comes down to it, to be an American patriot, it doesn't matter what your sex or your race is. It's just to be patriotic and to uphold the Constitution. You know, part of that part of the Constitution for this oath that we take is to try our best to free ourselves of all terrorism, foreign and domestic. Well, here we are with domestic terrorism, and we have political leaders, city officials, who are complicit with it. Well, what do we do with them as well? You know, eventually we're going to have to cross this line, and hopefully, it turns out very badly for them. Hopefully, they get to see some prison time. But you know, I'm. I'm not very optimistic with this. Uh, As organic of a movement Antifa seems to be, or wants to say that it is, where is the same organic movement of patriots rising up to overthrow these same anarchists out of their city? You know, Seattle is a very large city. Washington is a very large state. It's a large population of people. But they're not all coming in there and taking these people out. So is that because of capitulation? Is it because they agree and they sympathize with the anarchists or terrorists? Or is it because they're afraid to do anything? You know, I mean, obviously the law is not going to be enforced there. Uh, so it's you're making this real Mad Max Thunderdome type of society, and as cool as it may seem to be for all the people there in Chaz land, it's not going to be so cool when the patriots and the biker gang show up to throw you out, and the police won't be there to stop you. You know, are you going to call the mayor, send in the National Guard, they're kicking our ass. No, nobody's coming to help you. So be careful what you wish for. You know, the wrong kind of uh, wrong kind of criminal enterprise may just overthrow you. And this is what I've been talking about. You know, as society breaks down, you're going to have groups of people that are going to assume the territories that they're in. And right now it's Antifa in this one area. Well, there'll be another tribal warlord who'll come up out of the other other side of this and they're going to have some turf war. And I'm telling you right now, I don't care how many guns Antifa has, or how how many embarrassing martial arts videos they claim to to put out there. These people, they're a joke. I have I, dealt with them so many times, Dave. They're an absolute joke. They're the uh, they're the feminists of men. I, I'm trying to say that as as politically correct as possible. There are there are no men in this crowd. There are no manly men in this crowd. Take thirty groups. Take a a group of thirty guys, real man's man. Throw them in there, and there's already a larger population ratio of men compared to what's in Antifa. And these are a lot of them are kids, for one thing. You know, you got to get that. You got to get that out there. A lot of them are kids, and I mean like twenty five and under they they're either college educated or they're just you know a bunch of a bunch of random kids that's just roaming the streets and i've dealt with them especially in portland you know this the same thing that's happening in seattle is now happening in nashville tennessee uh not to the same extent but now it's also happening in portland uh, now they're setting up barricades and fences, grabbing anything they can to make their own little territory, which is funny. Once again, I'm going to say the same thing every uh every person in the news media has said lately. They were anti police. They're anti borders. But yet they're putting up borders and they have their own internal police. You know, they're doing the same thing that the Nazis did once again, Dave, let's get back on the Nazi topic. They're doing the same thing that the Nazis did in 1933. They want to overthrow the existing law enforcement and overthrow the laws so that they can create their new, Uh, you know, they think that they can just create their own justice system, I guess, out of all this, Uh, you know, this, this is going to be very dangerous for everyone involved. And if you have to think about this, uh, in big government way. Um, we have a group of terrorists that's taken over six city blocks pretty soon. The first time they actually start using some sort of kinetic force using rifles and pistols, uh, to harass or threaten people, which is happening right now. Uh, I was reading or I was watching a video, I think from project Veritas of a guy who was, from this area saying, I'm hearing gunshots every day. I'm hearing screams every day and not screams from protesters, screams from people being assaulted. Uh, You know, eventually, who do you send in, Dave? Do you send in the National Guard, which has just completely uh, pulled back? Uh, It seems like all the commanders of the National Guard have pulled their forces back and don't really want to deploy. And, you know, maybe that's because it comes from the Pentagon. So we got some real questioning uh, suspects that are happening in the Pentagon right now. Uh, but who, who couldn't you send in there? You can't really... Posse comitatus limits what the military can do. Uh, the state police aren't doing anything. The local police and sheriffs, they're not doing anything. So who can you send in? Can Trump send in the federal law enforcement in there and take this area over? Maybe. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm might be a little fuzzy on the jurisdiction, but existential circumstances, Uh, when has there ever been a time to call in for martial law? It's what we're seeing right now. This is the perfect time to actually declare a state of martial law where we have to come in and say, we are the law enforcement of this area. We are reconstituting the law, and you will follow it, or you're going to face the repercussions of it. This is the prime example, prime time, to actually do this. And I hope Trump does.
0: Well, he shows no inclination to do it. Um, clearly. Yeah, I, I, I interviewed uh, uh, John Whitehead, the famed constitutional attorney, this past week. And John said to me something very, very, very clear. When I asked him a question, I said, John, isn't this uh, enough action here in, in, in Seattle to declare the Insurrection Act, federalize the National Guard, and send them. in. he goes, without question, there's many legal precedents that show you can do this. He says, I don't care what the Pentagon says. And and then I said, well, what about declaring this to be a foreign occupation force, since they say this is no longer the U.S. and they have conquered it? And he said, well, then that makes it an act of war, and you can send in the military. So yep. Trump Trump has his options But right now, Trump is impotent. He needs some political Viagra.
1: Well, if you look at what a lot of the talking heads are saying, that this is just a peaceful protest, which there's nothing peaceful about this at all, or that it's just a bunch of people and they're having an ongoing block party and rally, you know, that's just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Uh, I think the president has... Every legal right, based off his constitutional powers, who sin in the military? And if the military won't do it, Mr. President, federal cops will do it. We're not dictated by mayors. we're not dictated by city officials or by uh, the governor. If you want it done, we're waiting. Unleash us. That's all I ask.
0: Yeah, Let the chains off
1: of us for once. Let us go and enforce the law. And had to deal with them in Portland the last time they did something like this. We got no support from the locals. We got no support from the state. If anything, even when we had assaults on officers, the state would turn it away. So what do you end up doing with it? You know, we're, we're playing catch and release with a bunch of people. But we at least were able to take back federal property and allow the business to continue. Uh, you know, you, you have a bunch of people that are basically being held hostage.
0: With dave.com, That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time.
1: In this area right now, you have business owners, people who live in these areas, being harassed constantly. Um, you know, you can see the reports where Antifa is actually going around and demand that you actually pay them money. They're taxing people. How funny is that? They're taxing people that live within this area that they presumed power over. It's a racial you know, tax if, if you you really
0: It's a racial tax. Did you know that?
1: Oh yeah, the ten dollar the ten dollar tax. Uh, yeah. I saw one of them.
0: One of them. They said, if
1: uh, if you're in this crowd, you should immediately play uh, pay a black person ten dollars. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm not bowing down. I'm not paying you anything. This is America. And last time I checked, Dave, we don't play ball with terrorists. No, but I guess we do now.
0: Let me let me share this with you from history. Okay so this is where the pentagon and pentagon officials need to be dismissed from their position and if they refuse to stand down they need to be arrested because listen to this from history by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. The Army was a group of 43,000 demonstrators made up of 17,000 U.S. World War I veterans together with their families and affiliated groups. They gathered in Washington, D.C. in mid-1932 to demand early caste redemption of their service certificates for the bonus that they were promised after the war. Well, they showed up, and uh, uh didn't work out too well for them. Uh, they sent in the military. Roosevelt sent in the military. And they beat the crap out of these people. They tear-gassed them. They tore down their tents. And they threw them out. And it was ruled legal by the Supreme Court. So, so much for there's no historical precedent.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, here, here's something for you to listen to. Here's a little history. In 1933, Hitler appointed a man named Hermann Göring, who was the minister of the interior. His first orders were to defund and eliminate police departments Mm -hmm. so that they would not interfere with his brown shirts, whose mission it was to riot, burn, beat up, and kill civilians in an effort to sway the elections. Literally, we are seeing, once again, members of the Fourth Reich, doing what they they've been telling us they're going to do they're going to do this they're going to try and take over in every single city that they get the support from sadly enough it seems to only be happening in democratic cities places where you have put politicians in power to let these kinds of people these kinds of terrorists come in there and do whatever they want without repercussions or if there are repercussions they're very slim uh if you ask me, I say that we have lost Seattle. If Capitol Hill was this easily taken over, you just told the police to leave, then we have lost Seattle. There is no law and order within six blocks. You know, I, I don't know how much longer this can last, how much longer it will last, but you're setting such a dangerous precedence. What happens if this starts happening in every single state? You know, how do we deal with that? How do we deal with those governors who capitulate with terrorists? Something obviously has to be done. And, you know, just just for, for fun's sake, if the Democrats wanted to get Donald Trump reelected, continue to do what you're doing. You are going to guarantee that this man gets a second term. I thought you wanted everything you could to throw him out of office. But... If you can't throw them out of office, well, we'll just start taking over our own little places. The thing that kind of makes me slightly nervous about stuff like this, about like Seattle, is let's say the entire state of California, follow me here, Dave. Let's say the entire state of California wants to do the same thing. And now they say, we officially want to secede from the union. We already have an embassy set up in Moscow. We already have treaties written with the United Nations. We are seceding. Oh, by the way, we're taking your military bases with us. And the U.S. government says, no, you're not. And the, Cal- and the California government actually calls in for UN protection. If the UN goes along with it, what kind of quagmire have we just stepped off into?
0: <laughs> Sounds like you've read you one know, of articles UN- from the past. <laughs> so I've, been, well, I've I mean, said the same I said listen great minds think alike I've said the same thing when the Cal exit movement started uh,
1: see the the funny thing about this is the human military is a joke it's an absolute, it's an absolute joke they would be annihilated by the us military uh, however comma this is a good time to do it and I say that because when we have the amount of naval ships that we have in dock or in dry dock right now for uh, repairs or that are already out to float in other other places around the world the u.s at least one side of us is sitting a little bit uncomfortable a little bit vulnerable uh and it's not so much the atlantic it is the pacific you know i i see that the further and I think everyone else will agree with me on this, the further we get to November 8th, the further we get to the actual night of the elections, the worse it's going to get. You know How much worse is it going to get? Well, let me tell you what we're already kind of seeing. Uh, predictions are that probably, more than likely, we're going to see some sort of a massive cyber attack. I don't know if that's going to be on the grid. God, I hope not. I don't know if it's going to be on banking. We're kind of leaning towards that. Uh, Obviously, if you are a supporter of any kind for law enforcement, or if you're a supporter for any kind of patriotism stuff, and you have social media, you can be very well targeted. It's not that hard to find out your personal information, even when you have stuff set on private. Uh, Hackers can do some crazy stuff. So, you know, with the... Cybersecurity-wise, we're, we're pretty vulnerable sitting on that. Uh, outside of a foreign power, I don't really see any threats as of lately. Nothing that's really coming up the pipe. But internally, there is a, a momentum that Antifa, the left, the communists, let's just go ahead and call them that, the communists, they have to keep the momentum of the prior riots going. Now, what happened in Atlanta, another shooting of a black man, there are you know, fires and riots once again. So as I kind of said, I, I called it, but we're going to continue to see events like this unfold. And the left is going to continue to blow everything out of proportion in order to keep up that emotional uh, tidal wave hitting our shores if every time it starts to die down they have to find something else to build the momentum back up and you start building up enough that you start having people to take over small parts of the cities and it's not being answered well you're emboldening other people and you're inviting more Unstability into this area. You know, the world is already looking at America, going, "What in the hell is going on with America?" They're the most stable country in the world. Most stable military, economy, commerce. The people are very patriotic. They're very well disciplined, which is kind of a joke now. But you know, as as American workers go, we're very well disciplined. We're not a chaotic like nation. You know, it just look south of us. That's just complete chaos in Mexico. America, we're extremely stable on the platform of the world for economy. But all these little breakdowns, they're going to start hitting us within the near future pretty hard. You know, we're I think we're eight trillion negative uh for the home loans. So once the the banking bubble uh bubble bursts, you know, we're gonna have Fanny Mae and Freddie Mac all over again. Yeah, well, yeah, there's going to be some major repercussions.
0: Yeah, well, you're right about that. But I want to look at something here that you've mentioned about terrorism, terrorism and their momentums and so forth. There's a group waiting in reserve too, and it's the estimated 1.3 million embeds here, from cartels to terrorists to MS13. And they're sitting there kind of like doing nothing right now and i interviewed john guandolo who uh, helped set up the anti-terrorist task force for the fbi now as a consultant for world leaders and he told me on my show he he, he said uh, I, I read your phase three dave and you're absolutely right he said the next stage is major casualty events using the groups i just mentioned what, what do you feel about that
1: Well, I I agree to that, and it's something that we've been watching for a while, I'm sure everyone has noticed that Islamic terrorists in the United States has completely gone down to almost zero, Uh, which is, to me, because it's something that we pay a very heavy amount of attention to, uh, it's a little little nerve-wracking when they all go quiet. So, you know, for years, we've been monitoring a lot of their stuff, uh, and a lot of the... Islamic terror groups have been saying that they're going to target schools, like primary schools, do drive-bys on uh, the playground to kill as many kids as possible, or uh, you know another Oklahoma City-style bombing. So right now, in in my theory, is that you kind of have two upcoming threats uh, that needs to start being looked at. So if you're law enforcement or security-based or a parent. You need to start paying attention to these things uh, <clears throat> once the schools open back up, people are going to immediately start casing them uh, that's I think that should be common sense so you know it would be who of you if you are within law enforcement or security to make sure that whenever these schools open up that you really step up your patrols around schools because it's going to be a major soft target. I predict. Two things. I predict we're probably going to have two different kinds of attacks on schools. Uh, And it could be colleges as well, but I think it's more likely going to be actual uh, primary age schools based off of uh, certain intel. One of them will more than likely be an Islamic terrorist attack. One of them will more than likely be a far left extremist Antifa style attack, which may uh, more than likely happen in a high school or on a college campus. One of them will probably target children which is the Islamic terror part. And one of them will more than likely target, uh, students that will be of one race, more than likely white. And it'll more than likely happen from a white kid, uh, more than likely a male based off statistics. And when these things happen, expect within damn 24, 72, 96 hours, uh, past hundred hours, for a follow-on attack to happen. And that's when the lone wolf attacks start happening, which will almost seem like they're calculated, but a lot of times they're they're actually pretty organic in their attack. It's just one person gets emboldened by another. Uh, You know, once we start seeing large protests happen again, we'll probably more than likely see another Boston bombing style attack happen. You know, as America starts to, and, and we've done this a lot, as America slides out of the panic mode and it starts to coast into okay, now it's summer, now we're gonna relax, we're gonna chill out, everything's gonna be fine. Bam, that incident happens. That that Las Vegas shooting happens. You know the uh, the Garlic Festival shooting happens, or the Walmart sh- Walmart shootings start happening, or the school. Uh, shooting start happening, or there's some sort of an explosive device that's found and, and detonated in a crowd. So these things are going to start happening. The reason why I say that is because we're getting the intel from Antifa uh, of them wanting to do stuff like this. You know, on the ground across the nation... We're seeing a lot of explosive devices that are being found, a lot of incendiary devices. Uh, word of caution to people, if you actually do go out into a protest and you want to go and see what's going on, uh, when you see people walking around with glass jars or any type of you know container jar that has a screwed-on lid, just know that these are the same type of containers that are used over in England throughout the UK and they carry acid in them and they're used a lot in the acid attacks. So it's one thing i sort of telling a lot of our guys, you know, Hey, look out for these containers. Uh, it's not the first time caustic materials have been used against law enforcement in America, but the upbeat is coming. That belt buckle style attack is eventually going to hit law enforcement right in the face. You know, uh, unfortunately in, uh, in my world right now, uh, we're losing a lot of good people who are resigning left and right saying screw this i'm not doing this anymore the, my, my my country doesn't back me up my city doesn't back me up
0: the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie uh, they have extraordinary extremely great products as you all know ladies and gentlemen right now go to mypillow.com backslash hodges use the coupon code hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities mypillow.com backslash hodges coupon code hodges
1: my leadership doesn't back me up why am i risking my life uh for you know something that's not even that great of a paycheck So we're starting to lose a lot of law enforcement. What happens when you have that large city that loses half of its law enforcement? You're going to get, you know, double the amount of crime that's not going to be responded to, which is going to force a civilian population to be on their own. You know, (laughs) funny or not, we're seeing another spike in gun sales right now. You know, if you really look at it, Dave, America is arming itself to the teeth, for some sort of conflict that's not going to be localized, it's going to be on a national scale. And I think we all see the, the pendulum swinging, and it's eventually going to be another kind of civil war. It may be very brief. It may be mediocre. It may be very long and drawn out. But I think the potential for that civil war style attack is coming. And it's it's one of those multiple prong attacks, Dave. That is very event driven, and people get emboldened. You know, within Antifa, you have separate groups that are always trying to compete for uh, superiority or for uh, you know the the news' sake, trying to get their name out there for that quick fame. So one group will try and outdo another. You know, there's already had groups that have been busted for trying to uh, stage an actual ambush on a crowd of people in a college and to draw on law enforcement and try to kill everybody around them. You know, that group, let's say they actually did commit that crime and they were successful at it. Now there's another group that's emboldened and they're going to try and top that. It's this weird thing that always happens with these kinds of people, uh, but don't underestimate the severity of a cyber attack a cyber attack can literally take down everything that we thought that we could use every day imagine you wake up and you don't have power you know imagine you wake up the cell phone towers are down because people went out and cut the lines you know cutting the power lines and the telecommunication lines have been happening around this country for at least the last 10 years that Uh, DHS has been monitoring and we're getting that feed back and forth. You know, it's happening here. It's happening there. you try to send out the investigation uh, groups to go and find out why a lot of times it's a dead end uh, because they seem to be a lone wolf style attack. Uh, But eventually this was coming and, When the lights go out and law enforcement has already left the area because you defunded them or you threw them out of your city or they said, screw it, and we left, you're on your own. What do you do? I said this on our last podcast. What does the Christian do when the lights go out and everything gets really dangerous? And now, you know, I think it's next week we have the march uh, of Satan that's going to go on around the country. Uh, the Satanists want to have a nationwide march in every state. Well, if we're talking about the same group of Satanists that are into human trafficking, uh, into the pedophile networks, so also human sacrifices, well, I hope you have a gun. I hope your home is very well secured. Don't be out on the street when these idiots are out. You know, not saying that every one of them are going to do that, but there's going to be those those maniacs in the crowd who will take advantage of it. And if you continue to look at the way the mobs are working right now within the riots, Dave, imagine a mob-like riot filled full of Satanists. Now, I don't know what direction they'll go, but I just know it'll be dangerous. Right now in Seattle, I'm I'm getting pictures left and right from guys that are there of 666 being spray-painted everywhere. I know when we're in Portland, we dealt with a lot of Satanists. Uh, So, you know, for the Christian, Satanism is real. It is throughout this country, and it is a part of a militant group of this far-left-wing ideology that's spreading like cancer throughout our country. It will eventually have to be dealt with. I don't know how we're going to deal with it. I don't think we can legislate Antifa away. I don't think we can write new laws and get rid of communism. It will eventually have to be the way our grandfathers and great-grandfathers got rid of communism. Except D-Day may be Seattle. D-Day may end up being Los Angeles. Maybe Chicago. You know, uh, I see that that next war may actually hit here in America, and there's some telltale signs for that. Uh, Trump has recently. Starting to try and withdraw ten thousand troops out of Germany, so we're trying to lessen our footprint within other countries. Well, why is that? Why would we send ten thousand troops home? Well, there may be a reason for that. There may be something coming to this country, you know. And I hate to say it, you know, within my line of work, we live on a lot of what ifs and maybes because we're constantly trying to plan and uh how to react to these situations. Unfortunately a lot of times the law enforcement, especially in the intelligence side of the house and stuff, uh it's a reactionary base. No matter how much we're out hunting and looking, you're still reacting to things happening around you. Uh and these are things that will eventually happen in this country. And I think the closer we get to the presidential election, the worse it's gonna get. Uh, you know, I'm 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 betting my entire paycheck that it will only get worse Every month from now, and you know the coronavirus lockdown is still going on, so you still got a bunch of people who are not working or still really upset about this. You're going to end up having attacks against the government. Someone is eventually going to attack a social a social security office or an IRS office, and someone's eventually going to you know try and attack small business association. You know, so the government is going to have its own problems, but the states are going to have their own problems as well. Uh, so anyone who's out within a large population of areas, uh, like a major metropolitan area, if you have to go there, do your business and get out. If you do live there, please keep 360-degree situational awareness at all times. People are crazy right now. They're taking advantage of everything that they can. I give it back to you, Dave.
0: Well, I totally agree. and everything you're saying goes back to why i've been calling the democrats the bolshevik party here's how i see this coming down with many of the elements you just mentioned right now we're living the first revolution that killed the czars and basically toppled the initial regime with total chaos but it didn't bring about the desired changes the radical left wanted so then they had to have the bolshevik revolution where this is where lenin came in and, and then stalin followed in his footsteps and we had a purge a major purge and complete autocratic control of the people i believe right now that what we see these um or should we say antifa and the other groups right now that are visible they're that first revolution i think the terrorists are going to be coming out i think the embedded chinese troops and the ones just below our border and above our border are going to be coming out and that'll be phase two of the bolshevik attack that's when i think the u.n will come in under uh, let's calm everything down they'll bring a multinational force because the kigali uh, principles have 29 member nations that obama signed us on to in december of 2016 and i think that will be where we go and I believe that some of the military in the United States will bifurcate and it'll be general versus general. And this will be the melting pot of all wars. That's how I see this coming down. And it has a lot of the elements that you just said. And and we are entering Bosnian Civil War territory right now where it's not going to be safe to go out of your house.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I completely agree with you on that. And I think a lot of that is going to be uh, waiting and depicting what happens to our economy uh the economies always tell the the time frame of attacks on nations throughout history <clears throat> and you know, it's something i've said i'll I'll keep saying it Dave, if Russia went completely bankrupt with all the weapons that they have, with all the nuclear weapons that they have, and they start having multiple mini-revolutions throughout their country, and all their allies, where they get their natural gas and oil from, start getting cut off, how long does the world sit by and let generals who are betraying Putin or trying to assassinate Putin and actually take over small areas where they have their own bases, artillery, they have their own planes, or take over a nuclear silo, how long does the world sit back and say, okay, Russia, you're not able to handle yourself? And Putin goes, no, 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 we're, we're handling it, it's just taking time. And the world goes, no, we are not going to allow one of your rogue generals to get a hold of a nuke and launch it. We're coming in. And there's nothing you can do about it. Do not resist. We're here to help you. Big air quotes. Help you out. It's going to be the same thing here. The world would not hesitate to invade Russia if that event happened. There's no difference here in America. If anything, they would want this to happen in America because look at how many mineral resources we have. Look at the world's breadbasket that we have. You know, we already have the biggest up and running. Technologically working society in the world, don't destroy it. Just come in and take over. You know, and you can you can separate America into how many districts or countries that you want. Ooh. And as long as governors aren't listening to the president and generals are siding with political figures instead of the Constitution that they swore an oath to protect, America is ripe for it. It's more than ripe for it. You know the Congolese principles meet all the expectations of what is happening in this country right now, and that's scary to say that. You know, and and it was our own government that really helped put that entire system into play. You know what what Obama did when he said he wanted to fundamentally change America, we all thought he meant he wanted to do it within the eight years of his presidency. What he wanted to do was to pave the way so that when he gets out of the way, that fundamental change cannot be stopped. And he did that by putting certain people in power uh, across the nation. Keith Ellison, for God's sake, is one of the one of the best examples. You know, still, once again, look at Hillary Clinton. Committed eighteen known felonies. Not one day in jail. Not even jail. I'm not talking about prison, but not even jail. So, obviously, the elite, the leftists, are looking out for their own. They're going to be also looking out for people who will protect them when this nation turns upside down. It's something I've been saying for a while. If you are a... (sighs) far left wing or far right right wing i really don't care right now when it comes to the politics uh, if you're a political figure that is trying to help with the destruction of america and you can get a general in charge of a base or in charge of a, a certain group of the military to be under your wing you just became a warlord a warlord that has to be dealt with militarily now add on to those those forces you have your antifa thugs you have your biker gangs your local gangs and that force continues to grow and one force goes against another just imagine driving down the highway and you see one military shooting at at another group of military it, to me, it feels like it's going to be Iraq and Afghanistan all over again.
0: I had the same exact feeling when I heard about Portland and, of course, Nashville and the originator of Seattle. With these uh, occupation zones, they're calling autonomous zones, I was wondering when the bifurcation of the U.S. military comes, will we see generals acting like warlords and occupy these areas where they have support?
1: Well, I mean, that, that would be martial law. When the military takes over an area... No, no, no,
0: no. I don't mean to occupy dec- to stop it. I mean occupy to support it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but remember, martial law can go both ways. If you have that same general that comes in and says, hey, we're declaring martial law in order to keep the current administration, the current leftist group, safe and control," because we agree with mm-hmm. them. It can still be used. Uh, I say damn anyone who even tries that. Uh, But eventually, these people are going to have to deal with the patriots that are coming for them. It may not happen legally. It may happen illegally. It may be uh, turf war. It may be uh, armed group of veterans and cops and pissed off patriots throw on all their their cool guy gear, grab their rifles, and come after them. You know, it's something that I joked about last week. What if uh, <clears throat> what if Trump just so happened to put a bounty on all the people that were in Antifa that are in Seattle? Here's a here's a ten thousand dollar bounty. Arrest every single one of them that you can. How many people would show up? I can name off the top of my hat at least a couple thousand that would gladly show up to wipe clean the streets. Well, there may or may not be a group already coming to Seattle, so we'll see if that actually uh, actually happens or not. Uh, but think does, about this.
0: If it Flip. does, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So think about this. Let's say this patriotic group of Americans does show up to clean up the vermin that's in this area of Chaz of Seattle what happens when the mayor or governor then sends in the police to stop those people
0: I was just going to say that you just took the words right out of my mouth yeah
1: so that is truly an abuse of power you, the, so this is one thing that's pissed me off for years and I've said it I'll say it again law enforcement has to be as neutral as As possible in law enforcement while you're wearing the while you're wearing the uniform while you're doing the job you cannot be left you cannot be right you can only see through the color of your uniform you have to stay on top of the Constitution and defend everybody's rights to the best of your damn ability and go home safely now Considering the fact that we now have law enforcement officers who are choosing sides,
0: we will not have the ability My digital is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service
1: to enforce these laws for very much longer because it's eventually, scary. and it's already, and it's eventually, and it's already happening. Even with where I work, Dave, where eventually we're going to start disagreeing with each other of should I join the protest Or should I be doing my job and protecting people? I've chosen my side. I will die protecting people. I I mean, I I, I know some people disagree with me, but your right even to protest is a worthy enough just cause for me to risk my life for. Because I love this country and I want to do my best to make sure that people can stay free. But we're not in a free country right now. This is very far from it which means eventually we're going to have to curtail a little bit of this and we're going to have to declare, Hey, you want a free America zone? Well, this is a hundred percent constitutional zone. And we're either going to have to have a zone where we restart with the constitution and throw out all the other BS laws, or we just keep playing patty cake until eventually someone gets tired and gives up. Uh, but as, as long as the military is choosing sides and law enforcement is choosing sides and the politicians have chosen their side and now you have a group of the populace who's choosing their sides. I mean, you know, we're going to have the left versus right. It's going to happen. It's either going to happen civilly or it's going to happen kinetically. Uh, I think the right has a very unfair advantage with the mass majority of law enforcement and veterans that are on
0: our side. Uh, but that's, that's what they that practice for in Jade Helm.
1: Yeah. Oh, of course it is. But understand this, Dave, that can also be used in the left's favor. Because Nancy Pelosi isn't going to put on a face mask and grab her half a trash can that she made into a shield and go and throw a, a Molotov cocktail into a police car. Chuck Schumer is not going to go into Kmart and steal himself a new 55-inch big-screen TV. You know, uh, AOC is not going to go burn down a Wendy's. Elon Omar is not going to go and try and to uh, assassinate a cop. Well, she might uh, assassinate a cop while they're sitting in their car. The political figures are not going to do anything except continue to push the message to piss the people off to get them to do what they want. And they know eventually... Their side is going to get waylaid, and they're going to call foul. They're going to say, oh, woe is me. My dear people who don't believe in this president, who refuse to acknowledge the new president, which is going to be Donald Trump, we want our own president. And we're asking for the United Nations to come in and to help us with a new vote or to help us create our two-state solution.
0: That is instant Um, civil war.
1: America has been giving itself the ability for these things to happen with the two-state solution, with the wanting to overthrow Maduro and try and put up Guaido as the president and deny Maduro. We have set up a very dangerous political uh, situation here that we can literally invite a war onto our nation. And the Democrats, trust me, the reason why they're not making too much of a big deal about this, and they don't, they just have to continue to do what they're doing, continue to let America get into a civil war, destroy the cities, let everything grow into chaos. And then November 8th, when Trump gets the landslide and he becomes president, they say, we don't acknowledge this man as the president. He's dangerous. He's crazy. He's a dictator. We got the Pentagon on our side. We got multiple governors from 40 states on our side. Uh, we cannot allow this man to dictate what america is going to do next we're calling on the united nations for us to have a revote we need the the person who's running for president under immediate protection all this kind of shit can happen very easily come november 8th just continue to let the chaos
0: build yep i agree it's going to happen i agree with you we're almost out of time you have to come back in a few days because there's part two of this we're just scratching the surface and i think you know that but i totally agree with you it's death by a thousand cuts strategy and it's just continue 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 continue. continues like a boxer that throws 500 jabs in a fight and they're just wearing down the opponent and one other factor i'll say this too and then we've got to close China's been put on desk ground. They've got 30 revolutions going on in China right now that we know of, and their currency is worth nothing. Their economy is faltering. They have to lash out soon. So they're, they'll be used by the UN to subjugate us. Anyway... Wrecker, my friend, we are out of time, but I'll be in touch with you because we need to start again. We're right in the middle of the movie, my friend. But look, uh, we got a bit of do right now, so we will see you again. I'll contact you, and thank you so much for joining us to everybody else. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks a lot, Wrecker. Thanks, Dave. Bye.